Ryan, I think you have the mic upside down. <laughs> is my mic upside down too? I don't know. Maybe that's just how the way you like it. That is how I like it. Well, I thought you were going to say backwards, but it's not backwards. What's it funny? Is you, it is. You never comments down. on my upside down mic. No, it's a joke based on the fact that months ago Ryan was trying to figure out which way he should have his mic, and it sounded better upside down when he was talking into the bottom of it. Do you not remember this? It was with Ben. Ben. I, ben was here. I don't remember this. Chris wasn't there. Very good. That's why I didn't remember. <clears throat> You wouldn't have remembered I mean, it anyway. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about today? So I've got two things I want to talk about. I have um, 56 minutes and I'm hard. No, no. Uh, hard out. Hard on. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Are we not doing this already? Hey, uh, Ryan, you, you know what we need to talk about? Do you remember the clip you shared from the Haber Bro show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> with, with Haber Bro. Apologize. What, what did he, he apologize for? He apologized for the show like they recorded on a Friday and it and it didn't get put out until Tuesday. <laughs> What's he apologizing? That he was too fast? Like <laughs> I think that's what he was saying. I think like I'm sorry that this came out so fast. Um, it's like yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just like sex. Where's the enjoyment in it? It like lasts four seconds and you're done. Like you need you need to spend some time on it. I don't understand what kind of demands their listeners have. I, I don't know that it's demands. I, I thought you were talking about the clip you shared where I was talking about a friend who lied to me about uh, the Gilded Age being a miniseries of one season, nine episodes. Uh, first of all, you didn't say friend. You said someone. <laughs> I did. Uh, did I didn't call you a friend. I'm sorry, Ryan. It was about Thomas. A person or- that, that, uh, that an acquaintance. You said a friend thought that. Uh, oh, Thomas. Thomas had the best arc on. Um, right. On, uh, that, that was me. See, mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't want these universes colliding. I don't want the <laughs> universe to collide with the SCU universe. You, I mean, you, if, okay. if our show bleeds over there and we get listeners, that's great. But um, yeah, not the not the other way around. Hi, everyone. This is Kirk. Several days ago on Friday. My brother and I recorded this. But then the weekend got away from me, and this sat, as they say, in the can up until now, Tuesday night, at which point I am finally uploading it and releasing it. We talked for about five minutes about the Super Bowl, and some of that conversation may be stale. So if you feel like it, of course, skip over the first five or six minutes. (laughs) This is three days old. This might be stale. (laughs) Can you even imagine? <laughs> We're recording this on May 4th. And um, so we'll see if this, um, it'll marinate for a good month and it'll come out June 4th. May 4th. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's uh, it's perfect. No, I, I wanted, I went to a hockey game this weekend. I want to count the number of periods that I saw on the ice. Not, not like female ones, oh, like pe- okay. periods of hockey. Uh, oh my. Okay. Were the periods of hockey bloody? <laughs> Not enough. One, two, three, four. Ryan, do you know how many periods there normally are in hockey? So you saw one game for you, you saw. <laughs> and then and then a fifth a heavy period. Flow. It was a heavy flow in the fifth period. Sounds and like- then we lost on a shitty chance puck that just went in. Luckily, the bar next to the arena still had beer. Tim, hit it. Now the story of an eclectic fan base 
who lost touch with reality, and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the Substandard Expanded Universe. Welcome to the SSEU podcast. We are here today to talk about, you, you guys, you know what we're going to start? We're going to start to talk about JVL saying that there are no good movies in 2011. Uh, what, what did he pick, Ryan? As the... Whatever, Mission Impossible came out in <laughs> 2011. Was the best? Was the best picture? Uh, that is uh, Mission Impossible. Oh, it's Ghost Protocol. The best part about Ghost Protocol are the jokes that came after Ghost Protocol. Indeed, <laughs> that was. Right. Now Ryan adds that to every single movie title. Captain America. Yeah, but, and so this was the year of you know, Moneyball. Moneyball. Ghost Protocol. Uh, Contagion. Bridesmaids. Contagion. Yep, I always say Contagion. I mean, um, the Green Hornet. We always say that. I, I love the Green Hornet. Tower heist. Tower heist. I mean, uh, drive. I love drive. Yeah, drive. Warrior. Uh, I, Ryan. Say, Ryan um, hates warrior. I love so, warrior. <laughs> I've never seen warrior. You have seen like, warrior. You know what I'm talking about, right? Are you, I don't know what you're doing. You only watch warrior because I told you to watch okay. it. Like, all right. Well, you're supposed dollars. to get mad when I talk about movies, like uh, pretending like. Well, this time I said I haven't seen it, even okay. though I've oh. talked about. Well, it the, the joke doesn't work that way. Okay. Uh, also in 2011, Black Swan. Is that not a good movie? It's a great movie. JVL picked Mila Kunis for um, best uh, supporting actress. actress? Supporting or... actress, yeah, for one of the awards. He, yeah, he picked her for that. Uh, who, who was the main one in Black Swan? Queen Ami Padme. I just wanted us to go on record to note that JVL is wrong. Yeah, I mean, guys, Abduction came out in 2011. <laughs> the Taylor Lautner's breakout performance. Okay, I, I know I'm not helping. helping he got married. I, I mean, so the, the reality is that that so I, I do love the argument that they make that uh, we ought to reassess this maybe a decade after that yeah. some movies don't age well and some movies age incredibly well. So this is, I think, I, I don't think it needs to be a decade. I think it, I think five years is enough. Sure. Um, and it's this is a thing that because JBL said that somebody gave him this idea, somebody emailed him and gave him this idea, but this is what the ringer has been doing for like okay, like five or six years, and and they do it every every uh, they do it every five years, um, or they do it five years after the Oscars, and I think that's I, I like it, I think it's fun. Like, that was one of my that bone, it was a bonus episode of the Sub Beacon, and it was one of the it was one of the best episodes. I think that I want them to do it like yeah. regularly. To keep That'd be doing fun. What? Uh, explain this to me. Why do I need to wait 20 years to evaluate the movie year? No, you have to wait like 30, 30, 30 to 35 years after the Oscars. <laughs> everyone who made the movie needs to be dead. After everyone has died. You know how in professional sports, like, they have to be re- they have to be retired before they can they have to be retired for five years before they can join um, the Hall of Fame. Well, in the movies, they, everyone has to be dead for at least a century before uh, they the movie can be considered for the Oscars is what it should be. But no, okay. it, it's basically like you, you think about there's so much recency bias in the Oscars because things that because everything has just come out and there's mm-hmm. the hype machines and everything. And so you don't really see what like stands the test of time 
and um, what, what actually lasts and is a good Jesus movie. Jesus Christ, what rubbish. Uh, if I watch a movie and I like it and I think it's good, I don't need to watch it again in 10 years to see if I've changed my opinion. That doesn't make my initial reaction or my initial love for the movie any less than it is 10 years from now. Or, I mean, I might, ch- I'm sorry, I might change my opinion in 10 years, but that doesn't mean I love it less today. Yeah, but you, you don't, maybe there are things that you haven't even seen from this year. <laughs> like everybody in the Academy who failed to watch The Last Duel. Yeah. yeah. In five and years, they're going to be like, why didn't we watch that movie? They made it in the, in, in the, at the Oscars, they made a joke about The Last Duel that they were giving it away. They're giving the, the nobody last tool. Uh, and I was like, great. Like one of the best movies from this year. And they're just like, this movie sucked. We're going to talk about the Oscars. And if if you actually want to, to be able to reflect on that and appreciate our Oscar discussion, wait <laughs> five years and come back to this and I then listen to us. I'm not going to be able to decide whether or not uh, Will Smith or Chris Rock were wrong for another five years. <laughs> and and I did watch the Oscars. Um, and also, if you guys have any questions about the Grammys, we also watched the Grammys last night. So. Oh, that was last night. May 3rd? The Grammys were May 3rd? Yes, it was it, May is that, is that, be with you. Is that for movie shows? Is for uh, singing shows. Singing movie. Singing shows. Movie songs. There's movie only songs. one from last year. There's there's Sing 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was the only Sing movie that came out. Well, West Side Story. But they don't West have Sing in the title of, of West Side oh, Story. Oh, I thought you said Singing movie. Oh, Sing. Yeah. Uh, all, right, all right. Anyway, but, but, so who won the Oscar this year? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean Best Picture? Will Smith. Because they gave out many Oscars. He got... He, he, he got... Wait, wait, Will Smith won Best, best Picture? <laughs> yeah. He, after that, like, what, could you blame them? And they're like, just like, just give it whatever, whatever he wants. All right. So uh, I uh, actually best picture so, was Coda, wasn't it? What is that? The Deaf Man. The Deaf It's one. a movie about music. You know where you see there's a, a Coda. No, 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 not not the Grammys, not the Grammys, the Oscars. I think Sometimes there's DC El Coda. And Coda so was about S. music, but it was also about. Deaf people. See, that makes no sense. It's about people in wheelchairs going to orgies. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Ryan, have you seen it? No, I've not seen it. Uh, it's on Apple TV. It's a 2021 coming of age drama film, comedy drama film, written and directed by Cien Heder, an English language remake of the 2014 French Belgian film La Famille Bel Air. It stars Amelia Jones as the titular child of a de- How is she the titular child? Like Coda is the name. Her, Her name, name is Coda? Coda in the film? <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird name. Titular child of deaf adults. Which She's the titular child of deaf children. Um, what are we looking at? And uh, only hearing a member of a deaf family who attempts to help her family's struggling business while pursuing her own aspirations of becoming a singer. See, it's it's singing and deaf. Okay. Uh, Anyway, and so when Will Smith... (laughs) Thomas is super engaged by that plot. No no one's seen this movie. I'm not even going to pretend. So Will Smith, what did he get in his gift bag? Oh, we're making that that transition here. Okay. Um... Oh, let me... Did you just hear what we said? 
<laughs> we can barely care about the best picture or whatever. So somebody published an article about um, the, the kind of the swag bags that uh, Oscar winners get. Let me just read to you the the, the contents. Okay. Uh, wait, can, can we guess? Can we guess? Can we guess the contents first? Yeah. Uh, sure. Sure. Okay. Magnum condoms. <laughs> A Tesla. Nope. Um, uh, some really fancy, expensive ass chocolate. Ass chocolate. I, <laughs> I don't see either expensive chocolate or ass chocolate. Oh, I know. A DVD of the best picture winner so that someone finally watches it. <laughs> Was that like when, um, of the best picture. when Obama gave the Queen of England a, a gift of like a DVD of like his speeches? <laughs> I have a vague memory of this. Wasn't that just yeah. a meme? Was that an actual no, meme? That's really what he did. Yeah. <laughs> Would that uh, be great if that was a, the gift in the gift? Okay, let me just read to you without comment. I, I, and I should say, um, there is an item in this gift bag that we have mentioned before on the show. And oh, you'll, you'll, uh, Gw- oh Gw- Gwyneth Patrick. Jade eggs. No, no, Jade eggs. I'll just read it. Okay. That came up in. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll read i'll read the contents and then we'll kind of analyze uh because it's like well i mean this is people complain that you know it's hey, let's see, re- it, it's valued at over one hundred thirty seven thousand dollars. of course okay. it is. Can, can you can you read this list in the form of a ranking from worst to best <laughs> no because that's kind of what i want to talk about is oh. the unevenness of of the gifts. Okay. So here are a few highlights according to the CNBC article. So they're not giving us everything, just some of the highlights. A $12,000 celebrity arms liposuction procedure from cosmetic surgeon, Dr. Thomas Sue. All right. So, I mean, if you want, if you want um, celebrity arms, yeah, get, get the liposuction. Uh, The second bullet point they have here, the title of Lord or Lady of Glencoe, along with a small plot of land in Scotland. Yes, yes. number one. They, they shop. They shop for these gifts on Instagram. They were. They were just getting ads. Right. Here's a plastic like, surgeon. Like that. They're like, that. we need an intern to decide what goes in the gift bag. Um, a, a, a condo in Dubai. You know, just should we refer to Will Smith now as as Lord Lord Will Smith? Lord Will, Lord Will, Lady Pinkett. Twenty five thousand dollars worth of home renovations from Los Angeles based Maison Construction. Okay. So, so they so they are just assuming that all of the winners live in LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're not going to fly out to your to, to Lake Tahoe homes. to renovate there. But this um, isn't and, just the winners. This isn't this is this... all nominees. All nominees. Well, well, it sucks for you if you're like based in, I don't know, Glasgow. Yeah, yeah the, the nominees for foreign film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should mention at this point that with inflation and uh, construction materials being what they are, $25,000, especially yeah. with with a like know, that's probably a really reason. nice. This this company put it in there because it's like, all right, yeah, $25,000. Uh, that's what you get free. Um, but <laughs> Just this, it, just for us to even start to tear into this is going to be a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is not even going to renovate like a laundry room. Yeah, what uh, one tank of gas for a truck? <laughs> yes. get to your place. An assortment of flavor wrapped popcorn packages from Oppo Pop. Okay. Well, what's the value of that? Fifty bucks. That's a great question, Thomas. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Like popcorn is known for being cheap, right? Up. To $10,000 worth of, quote, treatments and rejuvenation procedures from Dr. Constantine 
Vasyukevich, who definitely has a, a medical license in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> definitely went to medical school. Here. I think all of these, a lot of these sound like the, uh, like the renovation one where it's like, you know, you get a small percentage off of uh, a very expensive thing. Something's going to cost you a lot more. It's like a discount coupon is what it yeah. is. It's like 5% off your total bill at liposuction. No, but, but that one said like up to 10,000. So it's like you get it and then you open the envelope, but it could be just like <laughs> a buck. Oh, you or... got you got $3 worth. <laughs> Sorry. Looks like you can have some of our sampler um, creams. <laughs> you can have a half a jade egg. Um, a $15,000 four night stay for two. So you can't, you, you can't, if you're a thruple, this is not for you at the wait, Golden wait. Door Luxury Resort and Spa in Escondido, California. The Golden Door. I'll show you the Golden Door. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Four nights for how much did you say? $15,000. Why doesn't uh, it just say how many nights it is? Why is it saying? Didn't like, it, it makes it seem like $15,000 isn't going to be enough for four nights. I think uh, it might have to do with the fact that if you actually accept any of these things, you have to pay tax on it. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, you know, it actually turns out when they show up, it's a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> presentation <laughs> yeah, and you get this fifteen thousand dollars safe for free yeah. <laughs> if you purchase our timeshare yeah. uh a small batch not a large batch a small batch tea gift set from oprah approved the chai box okay <laughs> small. all right it, it it specifies small oh small batch okay so maybe that's like artisan kind of like it's not that a small amount, but like, it's, yeah, it, it sounds like gotcha. okay. fancy art. Yeah. It's tea. fancy tea, but mm. it's, it's essentially like it's put, it, leaves it, in hot water. Like let's not, <laughs> let's not overthink it. It's still tea. Imagine, <laughs> but imagine it's really expensive tea and it's like, they put some gold in it. So, so you get it home and you can just like sift the tea leaves or something. And it's get the, the gold, gold slaughter of teas. There's gold flakes in it. <laughs> The last thing that this article has is a $1,200 life coaching session with wellness expert, Coyote Johnson. Joseph, Coyote, K-A-Y-O-T-E. I like how you, you struggled with every single one of these names. Coyote. I, yeah, I did. Coyote Johnson. I expected his last name to be something else. It's Joseph. I'm sorry. I, I, Joseph. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, so it's, it's one session, 1200 bucks. Coach. Life coach, yeah. All right. I'm always in the market for a new life coach. Uh, I need you to run a, a, a zone press <laughs> off of a make and a man press off of off of a miss. What, what kind of coach did you think I was? <laughs> I'm, for, I, I'm a coach for professional basketball players. So um, th that's the extent of this list. There are uh, 52 other items and experiences. Here, here are the highlights in this article. And of these, um, I got to be honest, like th this article and the way people posted it, was kind of about just like how ridiculous it is that um, every every person who's nominated gets over one hundred thirty seven dollars, one hundred thirty seven thousand dollars worth of items. But how many of these? I mean, besides the the fact that you could be a lord or lady, how yeah. many of these are things that's, that you that's actual value? Like that, you can actually mark down as cash value, like yes. a lord or lady, whatever that's worth. The other ones, 
you still get the other ones money are things that'll actually cost you money <laughs> yeah. what, kind of, what kind of gift is that it, it sounds like they had a lot of um yeah it it, it, it essentially sponsored well it's it's like you said earlier chris it sounds like you know you get in the in the sunday mail or whatever you get like the discount <laughs> everything and it's like it's that but for celebrity wealthy right. like it, 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 it'll say when you get the the the, the coupons envelope there's over five hundred dollars in savings <laughs> In in these coupons. Yeah. Save it. it. Doesn't mean you get anything for free. You still have right. to pay. Yeah. So if you're saving $137,000, you're going to to take advantage of that full amount. You're going to have to spend probably over a million dollars. And it's interesting that this was shared in the context of lavishness of, of Hollywood lifestyles and not like, boy, the recession is hitting everyone. Not the recession, but boy, the economy is hitting everyone hard where we're sending people bills, um, pretending like they're gifts. I know they didn't even get any jade eggs, which no jade eggs that that came up. Uh, we're watching uh, We Crashed on Apple Plus, um, which is about WeWork. It stars uh, Jared Leto as Adam Newman and um, Anne Hathaway as Rivka, his wife. And Rivka is um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's cousin. And uh, so there's this scene where Anne Hathaway is picking her kids up from school. <laughs> and this woman, and she's talking to America Ferrara, um, who plays another character in the movie. They're both picking their kids up. And this other lady is walking by and she's walking like very stiff and up straight. And she's like, can you tell Gwyneth <laughs> that I got the jade egg? And it's in right now. And she's like, oh, and she's like walking very, very weird. And American Ferrara doesn't know what it is. She says, like, what was her problem? Why was she walking like that? And, and she's like, oh, well, a jade egg is um, it, it's it's this rock shaped like an egg and you put it up. Here. And she was just like, what? Thank you, Rebecca. I got the jade egg. Oh. I'm wearing it right now. That's great, Nicole. Tell Gwyneth. Uh, okay. Oh, she's fine. She just got the jade egg. The what? It's, um, a uh, stone carved into the shape of an egg that you, uh... Well, it's meant to strengthen the pelvic muscles. And she wants you to tell Gwyneth Paltrow? Gwyneth is my cousin, and um, they know each other from school. Great. Well, she can wait for the reunion until Gwyneth Paltrow herself. <laughs> Transition. I, I have nothing to add to that. So uh, I have recently watched, and I believe that Ryan has watched it as well. Uh, it's on Netflix since fairly recently, a week ago, maybe. Not even that. The Bubble Movie. Uh, Ryan, wasn't it amazing? <laughs> Ryan looks like he was just punched in the face. Well, I watched it after Chris said that it was. What did you say about it? You said it was terrible. What did I you probably, say? probably, I probably said it was terrible. Like everyone, everyone's like, it, yeah. You said you just watched like, it because you wanted to see how bad it was. Yeah, I, I don't understand what the point of it. I mean, it was like there was there was fun stuff and there were some funny parts, but I, I don't understand but, what. Right, so first. do you guys want to guess what the audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes is? I'm sorry, the critics rating. Well, I know it was I know what it was when we were watching it, and I imagine it's dropped since then. Uh wait, this scale goes from is it zero to ten? <laughs> I don't I don't even know how this works anymore. I will say it was it's a four. So 40% fresh. Okay. Brian, what do you think? Well, when we were watching it, it's we started watching it 
Rose said it was 30% fresh. When we finished watching it, it was 23% fresh. Um, so I would bet that now it's down to 13% fresh. It's 24%. Gone up a couple. <laughs> Gone up one. Which is but- funny because they made fun of like um, movies that were th- like three percent fresh in the uh, do you guys know how much money apatow got for making this piece of shit i was wondering <laughs> please tell me yeah i mean i would if i would have found a number it seems oh, okay. well hidden I oh, yeah i thought you were gonna tell I me mean, that he got considering it's netflix he probably got a ton of money probably why he did i thought it. you were gonna say a number right considering it's you're like <laughs> A ton. Yeah, no no doubt it was a ton of money. Like that's that's what and Judd Apatow still has like his name has cachet, at least I think in producer circles that like it's like, oh wow, we can get Judd Apatow. Let's give him lots of money. Uh, yeah. ha- has has David Duchovny been good in anything in the past 20 years? Have you like seen movie? him? I mean anything. A movie, a movie show where I he goes to I got, buy he, groceries. I, I thought he um, retired. I thought he I thought he had <laughs> Bruce Willis's thing and he retired already. Bald baldness? Aphasia. What's Bruce Willis's thing. Uh, because uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Tell uh, what's he been in? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Not I've, since I've, I couldn't even tell you what he he's had been a in show, ever. He, he had a show a X-Files, while ago about like sex. Yeah. Californication. Yeah, that that's the last thing I've heard of him. Uh, and I've never yeah. even seen that. But was that HBO or was that like a Showtime? I can't. Or? I can't that's what I was trying to remember is if that was HBO or Showtime. But then also like um, I think this was the first like starring role like his daughter uh, has been in. Oh, Apatow. I was like, yeah. who is Duchovny's daughter? Oh, no. Um, because the, his older daughter is in Euphoria. And the, and this was his this was his younger daughter. Uh, so, so so I thought that I thought that sort of like what you say, I, I thought it had a couple of jokes, maybe four that actually worked. And the rest of them were that's a good idea. Why didn't they do it better? Like that's how I felt throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it is, is it it felt very lazy to me that like um, it it tried to be whimsical, but it, it, it just seemed lazy is the best word I have for it. Is it like, it could have been so much better with this cast. Like like, whatever the first idea or the first, you know, the, the first pass on, on lines were, they were just like, yeah, let's do it. And if you think of something else while you're doing it, then just throw that in too. <laughs> and like, there are some scenes where like the editing was, was, and I forget there's one like in, in the first act where it was, you know, beyond lazy, where it was, it was just like this open flaw in, in the edit. And it was just like, okay, we're just going to roll with it because I don't know. We're just, we're Netflix and we produce content. Um, and, <laughs> and in the last act, I did not get a good sense of space in this movie. So like this no. movie takes place at this hotel. And so I assume that the filming is taking place like on location somehow, because like at no point do we see them actually transported to a studio. Mm. Right. There is the a studio. Scene, like, they're at a studio. Yeah. Right. But I mean, when they start like, filming, when they start filming too, there's, there's a shit ton of people there. Yeah. And 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 he's trying to explain to them how they're supposed to flirt, you know? Like there are a ton of people there who they're not staying at the hotel. 
they're not in a bubble. Yeah, there were yeah. people that weren't even there. There were people that were there that weren't even in oh, the movie in the, or at uh, the hotel at the beginning. Like the soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we have a." Su-. I mean, like that's the kind of stuff where there. It seemed like there were many steps that were skipped from the writer's room to actually <laughs> putting the movie in the can, right? The, like you said, a writer's room won't be funny. Remember when we were all isolated and quarantining? That sucked, right? And so what if in two years we made a movie about this? Yeah, I know. It's like, well, it's ever- maybe this maybe this movie would have been like, like it would have been something when we had, when there was nothing coming out, there was no content coming out and you throw it out like while we're still in the pandemic and somehow they did this like, oh man, somehow they got this made. But I mean, they're it making is like- movies right now. You, the, Everybody's making movies. It's not like, it's not an accomplishment that you managed to just get these people together and shoot something because yeah, like, you don't get credit for that anymore. They, they, could, they could have made this during the pandemic because at the most it took what, a right. week to shoot. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> and yeah. they could have literally all been in quarantine while shooting it because they did not need very many people. Well, and they, ju- so what's weird is they juxtapose like the weird stuff of like the early pandemic where they were like, there's one scene that's that we see there that that kind of points out the absurdity of of the guy scrubbing every crevice of the pineapple with like a Clorox wipe. Yeah, and they're like, you know, make sure you like everything that was coming in. They're like wiping really well, um, and and yet uh, there are other parts where they're not quarantining at all, and even in quarantine, yeah. like they're all like in the same room breathing on each other. Yeah, they're just not like I I I I, I think the the, the funniest joke in entire movie is when they get the test results back and some of them have gotten STDs. Yes. Yes. I believe we've made similar jokes on Twitter when we talk about <laughs> sending our stool samples to Thomas. So, so we should talk a little bit about the, what the movie's about, because I think for many of our listeners who are hearing this, just criticize it. Maybe, uh, maybe they're missing a little bit of context. The bubble movie is, is this, this cast of, of crazy movie stars. Ha ha. Celebrities are crazy. Um, who are stuck at this hotel filming a movie. There's only two movies in production in Hollywood at the time. So this is like before everyone decided, hey, maybe we can do this and, and have rigorous protocols. But but the kind of the, the tension of the movie is that not only are these crazy celebrities where Karen Gillum is maybe the most normal one, um, but of these crazy celebrities, they're going slowly crazy by being quarantined. At the same time, they're not alone. Like, they get to see each other, right? Where and like what was people. what was what was hard for us about those early days is that it was just our families. Yeah, you know, it was just like just us. Where they have okay, so they don't get to see a lot of people, but there's still like dozens of people that they get to interact with. You're not exactly going crazy when you have dozens of people to to um to talk to. And so like these these central tensions were were just kind of weird this way. Where I don't know, like we're supposed to feel sympathy for these people who like these celebrities who couldn't like bang random women. At well, random also not just do they have each other. They still have servants. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I couldn't tell if we were like, I honestly couldn't tell if he was trying to make us have sympathy for them or if we were supposed to laugh at them and just like think that they were just shallow and stupid, but either way, he didn't do anything to set that up. He, he didn't do enough to make us like laugh at them and just like think these people are shallow and stupid. And he also didn't do anything to make us like feel 
sympathy for them. Like it was just like whatever. Well, some of them were 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 just silly human beings, and so we're supposed to laugh at like David Duchovny's character and Leslie Mann. Like they were certainly comically like yeah, very um, cliched like Hollywood types who are shallow and and same with um Peter Pascal. But what was curious for me is just how there were all these actors that I love watching on screen, guys like Peter Serafinowitz, Peter yeah. Pascal, Keegan Michael Key, Fred Armisen. Like <laughs> to, for a, a, a cast like that to be yeah. put together and for me to not love a movie is just a little weird. It uh it's it's a lot worse than it should be. What, what was that one girl who was just the friend? Oh, <laughs> she was that, a that, mole that, that, yeah. yeah. Was that supposed to be John Cena's daughter? Yeah, I think so. That was even was, sloppily introduced where it's like John Cena was in one scene on an iPad directing. <laughs> uh, he, he's like the, the stunt coordinator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's like the worst <laughs> stunt coordinator ever. In order to, to, to do the narration of the movie, the CGI was already done as they were doing the mocap scenes. And so we would see them in their CGI world as they're acting on a green screen. But yeah. like literally everyone who watches movies knows that like it takes a year of post-production to put that CGI in. So that was, that was kind of weird. The British um, flying objects. Uh, the mocap guys. Yeah. Yeah. The guys who yeah. played the dinosaurs. Di- the flying dinosaurs. <laughs> Best part of the movie. Uh, anyway, uh, ratings for this movie, Chris. I, I just, like I said, it, it was not, it was a disappointment. I would say uh, 27 bubbles, two and a half pandemics, two COVID variants. Since this is a podcast, you guys know what it is time for. Um, Advertisement. Show and tell. Oh. You know what I got this week? I got this. The jersey of my team with all the autographs. Luler. Every single one. Do I, do I, do I, do I, can I read Swedish or did that say hockey on the front of it? How do you say hockey in Swedish? Is it hockey? Hockey. (laughs) So uh, on uh, that jersey, there is also the autograph of one of the players on this team who just beat the franchise record for points in a season. So I'm happy in five years. I can sell that. Actually, I'm kidding. I'm going to frame it and put it on the wall. Once he's dead, you can sell it. But <laughs> if you, you ever... drop one of your headphones in, the, in a toilet or something. I dropped one of my headphones in a cup of tea at the office. Cup of tea. <laughs> it, uh, it, it stopped working. Uh, we run an advice column on this podcast as well. And I believe that uh, someone someone wants needs advice. In the past, we've done an advice column, one where um, you guys would change up every week and, uh, oh, wait, no, you would say the same thing and, and recommend they throw themselves in front of a bus. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, that was what I did. I don't know why I'm fascinated by advice columns. Maybe because, because no one no one has ever asked your advice on anything. Yeah, thank you, Thomas. Uh, I think part of it is that like it is a, a beautiful art form that I think uh, 50% of people seeking advice, like they're just people making up fantastical scenarios that of like, or are people actually this strange? <laughs> you you mean like half of the posts on am I the asshole on Reddit? Like there's yeah, no way. Like, those I don't believe real. those are true. I don't <laughs> believe those. So let me just read this this um, letter to Abigail Van Buren. So this is this isn't just like a Reddit post. Okay. So who, sure. who who's Abigail Van Buren? Uh, I think Van she's Buren's. like dear Abby's sisters or something. All right. Anyway, here's the here's the advice letter. I love trains. I can imitate a train whistle. And I like doing it. I learned how to do it about 10 years ago 
by listening to trains whistle for many years. I'm in my 30s now. <laughs> Is this letter from Thomas the Tank Engine? I know there are places I shouldn't do it. Some people I know like to hear me do it anywhere. Others say I should do it only outside. <laughs> Still others say don't do it at all. This could be about a lot of things. When I see and hear a train, I will sometimes automatically whistle. It's not the best thing to do, I suppose, but it's not the worst either. I don't drink, smoke, or do drugs, and I'm fairly healthy. Okay, well, what do you start. think of my imitating a train whistle? Have you ever heard of anyone doing this? <laughs> What's that? Is that, is that what's the question? What what does this person need help with? Have we heard them? Have we heard of anyone doing that? Are, are you? Is there more? Are is a person who likes trains and they like to whistle like trains, sometimes inside, sometimes outside? What is whistle at trains a euphemism for? <laughs> like what? What do they actually like? What are they doing? Ryan, try to use it in a sentence. This is a bit embarrassing. Um, I can't stop doing it, but anytime a horse comes around, I whistle at a train, if you know what I mean. So so, so I don't know if Mike Gundy wrote this. Um, Mike Gundy, famous for saying, I'm a man, I'm 40. This person <laughs> says, I'm in my 30s now. Uh, but, just thrown but, it in the middle of the paragraph. <laughs> so is this like, is this like uh, what? Uh, Fuck, I'm forgetting all the English words that those things you put in the paper when you're looking for someone like (laughs) this person, like that's the question at the end. Do you know other people like me? Can you put us in touch? Like, oh, okay. We can we can go whistle at trains together. Guys, I can't wait for uh, the new Christmas movie, not the furry Christmas movie, but the train whistling Christmas movie where we can um, put on the last duel and we can whistle at trains together. Or whistle like a train. Uh, clearly, uh, this guy, I'm, I shouldn't assume it's a guy. guy? No. Mm-hmm. Clearly, this person has gotten some criticism for whistling a train. Because there's 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 some pressure. He's ex- This person is expressing, saying, am I the weird one here? Like, when I see trains, I like to yeah. whistle. I like to whistle indoors. I like to whistle out. And it just seems like randomly. He doesn't even need to see a train. Like it's involuntary. Well, that was weird. Uh, moving on. Um <laughs> The weirdest uh, so, part was when he's like, I don't drink. I don't I don't do drugs. He, he's like, like justifying, like, this isn't what? this isn't a vice, is it? I mean, can't I have this one thing? I don't have a refrigerator filled with heads. Can I please just have this one thing? Uh I, I didn't no, I did a refrigerator filled with heads. Yeah, it's not like I've made a, a vanity sex action movie where I put bodies in freezers. <laughs> Anyway, so other things before we leave, uh, we can do this uh, fairly quickly. One of you guys said something about the lead in Emily in Paris. That would oh, not have been me. She's in something else. That, that Chris watched. <laughs> I'm not familiar I remember with Emily in I Paris. Guys, I, I, did you guys not prepare for what? Lily Collins. Is who oh, we're talking about. Lily Collins. Oh, yeah. She's what else is she in? Abduction. Well, yeah, she is in abduction. Well, yeah, I mean. So you're saying besides that she's good in it? Um, 
I don't remember. No, she was uh, in Windfall. I watched Windfall with uh, Jason Siegel and Jesse Plemons, and okay. she is in Windfall. Uh, she was good in that. She was really good. In that. Here's what I remember about the uh, abduction episode is I kept making Phil Collins jokes, and you guys didn't get the joke because you didn't realize that this is that her dad is Phil Collins. I thought that her dad was Peter Cicada. <laughs> Okay, great. We covered Emily in Paris. Uh, also, uh, Meg- are we talking about Windfall, or you just want to bring that up? No, we're we're moving on. We're done. Jason uh, Siegel looked good in it, though. He that's the hottest Jason Siegel's ever looked in anything. Again, How old is he? We had this conversation over text. That's a low bar. <laughs> like he's maybe a very unattractive man. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I, I don't know if I did. I don't know if I agree with that. That he's a very unattractive man. Um, I'm just saying he looked good in windfall like he looked like he put some effort into his whole look did some push-ups probably skinless chicken boneless pork ryan give a rating to windfall four wins three falls uh, i have also recently uh watched a new season of mrs Maisel, and we're gonna have ben on to talk about it i've watched the first episode of the first season chris do you watch this i do not also this is like uh what do you call that Features to come uh, on the show. Okay. Coming attractions. Uh, coming. At, we are also going to watch uh, a British show called WIA. W1A. Chris says it's good. Uh, I mean, this week. It's great. The earth has been kidnapped and only one man can save it. Thomas can't find W1A because he's Googling WIA. I also recently watched. I just I just want to put this in here. Uh, I started to watch American Outlaws. I uh, just want to put this in her. I started to watch American Outlaws. I lasted 10 minutes and every line delivery made me want to cut myself. What is American Outlaws? I don't know what that is. Yeah. You said from 2001? Yes. I'm hung up on the fact that he said he lasted 10 minutes. And I think <laughs> his ex-wife would have been impressed. American Outlaws is a 2001 American Western alternate history. Stars Colin Farrell, Scott Kahn, Ali Lar- Larder. Uh, Abraham it- Macht. Yeah, the suits guy. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, what kind of Western? You said a uh, history. Alter- so would Sam Elliott have hated it? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it makes the Southern Confederate, the former Southern Confederate soldiers heroes, sort of <laughs> like bad guy heroes. He might love it. Timothy Dalton is in it. You see Timothy Dalton? Yeah, Timothy Dalton. Is he really? He is uh, like, Alan Pinkett. James Bond in the 80s. I'm. Is it crazy that I'm shocked that he's still alive? Terry O'Quinn. Who's that? I, I'm not sure who that is. Oh, he's he's in Lost. He's the bald guy in Lost. Is he John Locke, Locke in Lost? Locke, yeah. Oh, okay. Why don't you say that? John Locke. I guess I couldn't remember what who he was in Lost. I remember that he was in it. Um, who else we got? We got Brad Leland as the sheriff. Don't know who that is. We got Morgana Shaw, Brady Coleman. Richard. Oh, Brad Leland. Oh, I love him. Oh, man. He, uh, who is he in, in uh, Friday Night Lights? Buddy, yeah. Buddy Garrity. Oh, poor Buddy Garrity. No, I love Brad Leland. I just didn't know his name. Yeah, no, I didn't either. But I once I saw his face, I was like, oh, I've seen that guy. He's been in some, he's been in the shit. Anyway, uh, I want to end this on a happy note. So, Chris, who rode oh. a bike today? You did, Thomas. Oh. No. Oh, you're, you're, you're setting me up. Okay. Isaac did. Yeah. Isaac. Isaac did. How yeah. great was that? It was it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, it's yeah. When you have a son with muscle disease, you, uh, you celebrate every little thing. And, uh, of course I had a bike with training wheels before, but like riding a bike without training wheels, um, making that jump, something we never thought he could do. Oh, so, happy yeah. was he? oh he's, I mean, he's been, <laughs> he's been doing it hours every day. Like he's out there grinning, <laughs> like a grinning, like a, with his goofy crooked teeth, grin, uh, loving, loving every minute of it. So yes, yes. Uplifting stuff, Thomas. That's what we're about. <laughs> Go beat a whore. Good night and good luck. Light a candle.